0: when we became empty nesters we started asking the lord and each other how we could live this life on purpose
1: and we decided we wanted to invest in the life of our dreams so we cashed in our chips and sold everything to pursue our dream life of following god's calling
0: right now that has us in alaska in this season we hope to share some of our journey and lessons we learned along the way as we live this empty nesting life on purpose.
1: Friends, we hope our journey encourages you and inspires you to dream big dreams and have an amazing empty nesting season.
0: Hey, and welcome to another episode of Empty Nesting on Purpose, a podcast for Christian couples who are in their empty nesting season or quickly approaching that season and wondering if there's more to that season than this.
1: If that is you, you were in the right place, because that is exactly where we found ourselves not so long ago, too. Hey there, we are Luke and Melissa Dickey, and we are so glad you're here. Today, we have a special topic for you, and it's the topic of being dream guardians of the things that God has called you to do, and how there's a season to tell the world, and then there's a season to hold it close to the vest. And at the beginning, when we got the vision for moving to Alaska, we knew we needed to go ahead and hold on to that for a while until it was abundantly clear our next steps. So some things we did to protect our dream was we didn't tell others about what we were doing, although it did come out in our verbiage, it seems. Yeah, it,
0: it seemed like <laughs> everybody but us knew that we were going to go to Alaska at some point in our lives.
1: <laughs> Especially our kids. And then also we thought on the dream often when it was just the two of us. We would spend time Thinking about, we kind of stalked Alaska. We as in, you know, me. I joined some Facebook groups for the different areas of Alaska. Because if we're moving to Alaska, what well, part of Alaska? Alaska's huge. Just to get to know the cultures of the different communities. And then also we followed the weather for the areas we kind of were zooming in on. Like we were definitely finding where we were focusing on for where we were moving to.
0: Yeah, we we looked at Fairbanks and the North Pole area. Because who who doesn't want to live Pole. in the North Pole? I mean. <laughs> but by the way, it gets really Really cold in the winter in the North Pole.
1: Also, we thought about Kenai a little bit. We decided not there to. But um, we looked at a couple of different areas, but we followed the weather. So like Luke was saying, it was cold there. Another thing we looked at, gosh, we got a little house hunting excited. Like, oh, that button got pushed for us.
0: Yeah, the house buying bug or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> we looked at uh, Zillow, like. Every day.
1: Like we would be sitting there watching our Hallmark murder mystery for the night. I'd be like, oh, my gosh, check out this address. (laughs) And I loved it because with the Facebook groups, it helped me see the culture of the cities. And then it also helped me. That was pretty much it. But then in Zillow, I was able to see the cultures of the communities inside the city we were looking at. And that was very helpful whenever we decided to rent when we first got here. I'm like, "Okay, this is a safe area. This is a good area to be in. So It was good. So what I'm telling y'all is (laughs) we kept it close to our vest and we talked about it between each other all the time. We also spent a lot of time talking about how we're going to get there. Oh, yeah. We brainstormed 20 different ways.
0: (laughs) Yeah. A lot of the scenarios just focused around, hey, I'm going to be an electrician in Alaska because I was an electrician in Texas.
1: And work the nine to five and all the things. And we were okay with that, but it never felt right. It never felt like that was our go moment. Other things we did is we prayed about it in the evening times together, asking the Lord to show us how it's going to go.
0: Another thing that we did uh, in this time between us, knowing that we wanted to go, feeling called to go, and then actually going is rewiring our minds.
1: We realized that we had been thinking the same thoughts for years and years and years, and they had got us to where exactly we wanted to go. We were so thankful for that. But as we looked towards moving to Alaska, we realized there were a lot of thoughts that were kind of not going to be beneficial to us. In our new steps, we were heading in a different direction. So we began to see things that we might need to change in our thoughts to be able to accomplish these next goals and visions that God had for our lives.
0: According to the National Science Foundation, an average person has about 12,000 to 60,000 thoughts per day. Mm -hmm. And of those thoughts, 80% of them are negative. And 95% of them are repetitive thoughts.
1: That is a lot of thoughts. (laughs)
0: Yeah, it's a lot of negative thoughts too.
1: My therapist calls that looping. (laughs) So one thing we needed to do was make sure we cleaned them up. And how we went about cleaning them up was kind of fun. Got on this kick in 2021 on... I was asking my therapist, I'm like, okay, in Romans 12, it talks about the renewing of your mind and being transformed from the inside out. I go, what is that? Because I am certain it is not just me sitting with coffee and my Bible and reading a scripture and going, hmm, how does God want this to apply to my life? There's more to that renewing than just that. She didn't have an answer for me. So it sent me on this huge trek into to learning about the mind and learning about how we think. That was fascinating to me. And that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother day. But one thing we did was we read a book by John Acuff called Soundtracks. Guys, John Acuff is... He's a researcher, and he's an author, and he's freaking hilarious. Like yeah, he's,
0: super creative in the way he <laughs> tells his stories. It's it's a good read, really good read.
1: It's a good read. And we, um, we got it on Audible, so he's actually speaking it, and it's just so dang funny. I remember I was pulling up crepe myrtles, and just tears were just falling out of my eyes listening to it for like the second time because it's just so funny. But he does a fantastic job of explaining about thoughts and explaining about the soundtracks that we have in our minds. One of the things he said that many – people who are successful do. He said, do affirmations to help you get your soundtrack in order. So
0: right there, what does it mean? Because a lot of us out there, I didn't know. What are the affirmations? What are we talking about?
1: Thank you. Okay. Affirmations are things you know to be true about yourself and things you hope for your future that you speak in current tense as if it's already happening right now.
0: Yeah. Speak to yourself is what we're saying, right?
1: Yeah. And as Christians, we speak through that filter of how our identity is found in Christ. So the affirmations he recommended was from Zig Ziglar, and I'll put a link in the show notes about that. But at the beginning, it says, and although I'm weak in many of these categories, I am told that the weak say I'm strong and all of this can be used to glorify God and benefit mankind. And I just I love that so much about the affirmations.
0: When we first started talking about doing affirmations, I was <laughs> hesitant to say the least. It's unusual. If you've never done it, you ought to try it just to get past the hesitancy because uh, it is worth it. You start speaking these things to yourself. They recommend typing them out or writing them out and then reading them to yourself in the mirror or recording them. We have a little app on our phone that lets us record. It looks like an old uh, cassette <laughs> cassette tape like I used to carry around as a kid. Yeah, record them, record these affirmations, and then play them just as soon as you get up in the morning. Mm-hmm. and you're speaking words that either you know are true or that you hope to be true about yourself over and over and over to yourself. And it, it starts becoming real. You start believing it. I mean, you're the one telling you.
1: It's amazing how powerful the subconscious mind truly is. And by giving them affirmations, we're giving our mind good things to focus on.
0: So one of the things that's inside the Zig Ziglar affirmations, <laughs> and she's laughing at me. It's hilarious. Okay. It's pretty long. It took me about two minutes and 30 seconds to record the whole thing. And about three quarters of the way through, it says that I am a sincere and open-minded person, a good listener, and a good finder. And this repeated, you know, I don't know, we NBA were doing it for months, months, a yeah. couple months. And uh at one point, Melissa was having a bad morning. Like, it mm-hmm. was just rough. Mm-hmm. Like, needed some coffee in the worst way. Sort of cat. <laughs> She
1: couldn't find
0: something. And she was looking all over the, the kitchen for it. And uh, all of a sudden she found it. And I'm like, oh, honey, you did it. You're a good finder. See that right there? You're a good finder. <laughs> and she looks at me and is like, what? I'm like, you know, from our affirmations. Because we both had the same one. We just recorded what Zig yeah, told at the us beginning. to. Mm-hmm. And she goes, oh, oh, honey. <laughs> Yeah. That's not what that means. It doesn't mean I find things. Well, <laughs> it means that I find the good in life. I'm good at finding the good. Uh, I was like, oh. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, well, I get it. And I'm turning red right now. just saying it out loud to you guys.
1: Oh, I love it. <laughs> So we started to think about, as we were prepping for this episode, just to think about where our hearts were before we started doing affirmations together, and then where they're at now, the mountains we've seen change and move in our lives. So for me, before I didn't see a way for us to go to Alaska, I didn't see a need for us to go to Alaska. I thought it was a fun idea, a whimsical idea almost. But after, I began to feel capable and worthy of a call to move to Alaska, worthy to make New amazing friends, worthy to find a place I can call my own. That's not where I've always been. I felt braver, I guess is the right word. I also started to notice in scripture how as children of God, he wants to bless us and that he has a great inheritance for us. And I started asking the Lord, I'm like, okay, on earth as it is in heaven, start showing me these things. I started really looking for God's abundance in my life.
0: Yeah, for me, before I started doing the affirmations, I knew that I was supposed to stay at my wonderful job and uh, keep on just doing the thing until I turned old enough to retire. And then then I could go on some great adventure with God and Melissa and uh, go and do the thing. But then afterwards, I, I knew I was made on purpose, that I was chosen and have a reason to go and be and do for God.
1: So I'm going to tell y'all a secret. One of Luke's new affirmations is I have something to say. And I love it so much because my husband is very quiet, okay? But here he is on this podcast telling things and talking more in public too. Like when we're hanging out with friends, he's not always quiet now. In fact, we were on a walk the other day and he was talking about a Bible study that he's a part of on Saturday mornings. And he said, I'm going to start speaking up more. I will have something to say. I'm like, yeah, you do. And it really does help mold our hearts, guys. It's so fantastic. So as I mentioned before, the book that we'd recommend if you're interested in learning more about the soundtracks and affirmations, John says it in a way cooler way than we do. And <laughs> his book is Soundtracks. I'll make sure to, to link that in the comments of the podcast. Another one that's good for Developing the vision inside of you and knowing the different phases of the vision is a book by Andy Stanley called Visioneering. It's a fantastic book using Nehemiah as the example of sharing your vision and I think fulfilling the vision that God yeah, gives
0: you. Yeah, so one last thing that I need to say about affirmations is that, for me at least, when we started doing them, I started feeling better. And then I stopped doing them. And Melissa <laughs> did too. We we would do them consistently for like I don't know, a week or two every single day, and then all of a sudden it'd be five days since oh, I we did them. My
1: phone in the morning, uh, I just, it wasn't whatever. plugged in. Blah blah yeah, blah. Yeah.
0: So we added some incentive to help us spur each other on about mm-hmm. doing doing the affirmations. And as we said before, we played lots of cards. And at the time we were playing, have skip-o. we told them?
1: Have we told them we play a lot of cards? I don't know.
0: If, I'm sure we have. But If, if you're we wondering,
1: have it, we have games we can tell you about to play for cards for now, a, couple, of like them, a couple.
0: One of them, one of those <laughs> is Skippo. We play tons of Skippo. Um, more back then than we do now. But anyways. That they're... was our
1: one game, actually. We played it in the morning and then in the evening. Mm-hmm. That's what we do instead of like being on our phones. Like instead of like staring at our phones, we stared at cards and counted to 12. So, okay.
0: Anyways, <laughs> so in that game, <laughs> yes. there's a wild card. It's the skip card. If you play it, it just plays it as any card in the deck. And so we, we decided together that, well, if you didn't do your affirmations, you had to give that skip card to the other person. And we only wrote it on about half of the cards, I believe, and then we shuffled them into the deck and... Well, there you go. So if I didn't do my affirmations and then I got that card that said, hand this to the other person if you haven't done your – oh, it was so hard. I handed it over and then the next day, you better believe I did my affirmations and I was hoping she didn't do hers. (laughs) Not really. I hope she did them, but you know what I mean.
1: Oh, and it's true. And actually, recently, I got in the morning where I did not get to use my skip bows. I I... won, by the way. (laughs) It was reminding me again and again why we do that, because by doing our affirmations in the morning, we are putting skip bows in our day. We are giving ourselves an added bonus and edge because we're rewiring our mind. Be what and who God's called us to be, not in what and who we learned wrong or what the world's taught us. So friends, we can't recommend enough. Do the affirmations.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, you don't have to stick to those. Make them your own. Make them what you know to be true about yourself and what you hope in Christ for your future. Mm -hmm. Uh, Put those in there. Speak life into yourself.
1: We believe in you. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. So it's time for the questions for your Saturday morning dates, which, by the way, Luke's Bible study has taken over our Saturday morning time. So now we do like Saturday lunchtime dates, it seems. That's kind of where we're moving it to. Mm -hmm. So for your Saturday date with your spouse, (laughs) what are the questions we have for them this week?
0: Uh, First one is what are three affirming things that you see in your spouse?
1: Mm -mm -mm -mm.
0: It is so good to hear those things that. Melissa says about me. Right. Mm-hmm. It's it's awesome. Okay, and then the other thing is
1: we don't have another question oh, for this week. There's not. This is one of those questions you want to give your spouse a little bit of time to think about it sometimes.
0: Yeah. So I w- I would do this. I would prep the question if it was me before your Saturday date. Tell your spouse, "Hey, this is this is what I need from you or this is what I'd love from you this this week. Will you write down three things that you see in me that maybe I'm I'm blind to or don't see regularly.
1: You say that. And what I would say is just three things that you see in me that you love. Mm-hmm. That's way easier for me to answer. So cause sometimes like you have to ask people, how would they feel or how would they think? And there's like two different types of people. So y'all just heard the two different types of ways to ask that question. Good luck figuring it out.
0: <laughs> All right. Until next time.
1: Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Empty Nesting on Purpose. We are so excited you are here, and we are excited to share our story. In this first season, we'd love to share with you the lessons we learned as we prepared our hearts and our homes to take the big leap to the big AK. Now, we mentioned some questions that we have that we talked through as we were going through our dates trying to figure out what the Holy Spirit was doing. Would you like a copy of those questions too? If so, head to Empty Nesting on Purpose, and you can get them there. Until next time.